So over the last few weeks, we've been looking at the seven layers of our identities. We've looked at our preferences, what we like and what we dislike, our skills, our passions, our character. We've looked at thorns. We've looked at our scars. We've looked at how we were formed, our formation, our formation and we've looked at our core. So today, I just want to ground this stuff a little bit. It's only a little thought from me, really. Um, and I just want us just to have a bit of space to ground this stuff and just to be ourselves, basically. So, there's just a few things that I wanted to remind us of, and I'm really hoping that there'll be some practical things as well. My first thought is that real freedom comes when we are wholeheartedly, unashamedly, unapologetically ourselves. Don't be somebody that you're not. We say it over and over again in the living room, but don't be somebody that you're not. I'm going to use the word authentic. And I know that Rick has mentioned this before. It's kind of become a bit of a Christian buzzword, the word authentic. And to be honest, it's been overused um, and potentially it's been abused as well, in my opinion. But I want to use it because it's the right word to use. To be authentic, the, the actual meaning of it means of undisputed origin and not a copy, genuine. I love the idea that we are of undisputed origin, that nobody could question where we've come from, where we belong, that kind of thing. Be genuine. Be someone is, who is true to yourself and true to your word. So where did we come from? For me, as a Christian, the first thing I need to consider is that I am a child of God. That's my place of origin. That's where I came from. I was born out of God, the creator of the world, the one who put the stars in place who formed me in my mother's womb. That's where I came from. But also, when you think about it like that, wouldn't it be great if when people met us, they knew that we belonged to Jesus just because of how we were and because of who we were and the way that we did things? Um, wouldn't it be great if we reminded people of him or had something about us that led people into wondering who he might be. Anyway, being true to myself means that I understand who God says I am. That I value the things that I am good at doing, the things that I'm skilled at, the things that I'm passionate about. Um, and I don't take it for granted because I, I acknowledge a kind of otherness about them that God's involved in them God's involved in the stuff that I'm passionate about and the skills that I've got I can hear his whisper in them that he is and was involved in the formation of me and that he knows who I am and he knows the potential I've got when I was younger, my mum and dad introduced me to Anne of Green Gables. 
Oh, I am just, I just love, I love her. Richie doesn't quite share my joy. He kind of gets that it's important to me, but he has never sat and watched Anne of Green Gables with me. Richie, perhaps you ought to. Anyway, it means loads to me. And it's, it's a funny thing, really, thinking about it, because it, it's kind of part of how I was formed. So we'd when it was on the TV, we'd sit together and watch it. And, and then I'd spend days, when I was a teenager, just watching Anne. Eight hours of Anne. It was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. And it sounds strange, but if I lose myself... If I start forgetting who I am, sometimes I think I'm going to watch Anne of Green Gables and I'll just sit myself down and watch some of it, all of it if I can. But there's this strange thing that happens, it kind of connects me back to me because it's so much part of my makeup that when I watch it again, I remember who I am. And I remember the stuff that makes me come alive and the, the things that she says and the way that she behaves that, that just makes me feel connected again. It's funny because watching Anne, she, there's loads of like quotable lines in it and stuff. And I'll share one later on as well, but there's loads of quotable lines and there's so much in it where... I'm watching it and I can almost hear the whispers of God in it. I can hear God talking to me or this, this feeling that kind of rings true with me again, that I'm reconnecting to who I am. And I can hear him whispering and pulling me back to the stuff that makes me me and sort of sets my heart on fire in a way. It's quite a deep thing. It's on a deep level and it's only this week that I've really even thought about it. But I imagine you have stuff like that. It might be art, it might be music, theatre, books, memories, conversations, toys, objects, places. They remind us of who we are and what we love. And I believe that God is absolutely in the middle of these things shaping us, inspiring us, and whispering to us. For some of us, we might have grown up being told that the Bible tells us who we are. We're friends of God, we're knitted together in our mother's wombs, we're known to him, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, a new creation amongst other things. But let's look at all of these things through the lens of Jesus. You know, the Bible was written by real people in real, in real places, in a real time. And there's stuff in there that we can grab hold of and we know that God is saying those things to us and he's affirming us and he's telling us who we are. But let's look at them again through the lens of Jesus, who is with us now. And let's lean on him as we read those things and let him remind us in our spirits who we are. So sometimes we need to just stop and think, 
What is he saying to us now? What's he reminding us of? What's coming to the surface of the way that we were formed or the passions that we have or the skills that we have, the stuff that makes us come alive? What's he saying to us now? How are we going to ground these things in the way that we do our lives? How do we connect with him through these words, but also in the world around us? Right in the innermost part of us. Sometimes we just need to stop and find God again. And in doing so, we find ourselves again. It's funny to think about Anne of Green Gables in that way. It doesn't sound very spiritual, but it is to me. It's deeply spiritual to me. We almost have a similar thing if we've been to see Wicked in London um, or we saw it on Broadway, which was just amazing. And, and watching it, something sparks in me and Rick um, that's inspiring and it shapes us and it, you know, it brings us to life. And God is in there. He's whispering to us. He's nudging stuff in us as we're enjoying this world and the creativity around us. I'm going to nick some stuff from Brené Brown now. She's just so brilliant. She's got so much to say about, about vulnerability and, and who we are. So this is what she says. To be authentic, we must cultivate the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable. We have to believe that we are fundamentally worthy of love and acceptance, just as we are. I've learned that there is no better way to invite more grace gratitude and joy into our lives than by mindfully practicing authenticity even when it's hard even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough and especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it it's these moments in life that demand we show up that we let go of who we think we're supposed to be and embrace who we really are I just loved that. And the next part of what she wrote, she called the dares. And I want us to ground this stuff in this kind of practical way with these dares. So I'm going to dare you to do some stuff. And actually, I'm going to nick it from Brené first. So her first dare was to develop a playlist. Three to five songs that bring you back to yourself and inspire you just to be you. Carol King is going to be right at the top of my playlist. You know, you will have so many songs that have been the soundtrack to your life. And for me, if I put Carol King on or I put James Taylor on, I remember myself again. I remember who I am and I'm inspired. I'm inspired to write songs. I'm inspired to sing and and I ground myself again. And that is a deep connection thing. That's a spiritual thing. So that's dare number one. Develop a playlist. Three to five of your songs that remind you of who you are. Number two. Share your practice with someone that you love and trust. Ask a friend to help you keep it real. 
find someone who'll give you a little pep talk if you if you need it you know if you've got a job interview if you're going back to work if you're anxious about something or you're going into a new setting find someone who can remind you who you are a friend is someone who knows the song in your heart and can sing it back to you when you've forgotten the words surround yourself with people like that and find a friend who will sing the song of your heart back to you when you've forgotten the words. And number three, her third dare, have the courage to say no and yes. Some of the greatest threats to authenticity are boundary issues, like the need to people please. Being authentic means saying no when you really don't want to do something, but it also means saying yes and trying new things that appeal to you, even when your never-ending to-do list is calling and you're worried about failure. Trust me, she says, the real you is stronger and more capable than you even know. I just love those dares. So I've added another one myself. So the fourth dare is to name three or four things that enable you to hear the whisper of God to help you remember who he says you are and to give him space to remind you himself. For me, Anne of Green Gables is up there on mine. So's the beach, watching the sea. I can always find myself back at the beach because I find God there. Walking in the woods, reading Anne Voskamp quotes. You choose something that's got a spiritual dynamic to it that when you pursue it or you go back to that place, then you find yourself again and you find God whispering to you and reminding you of who you are. So the undisputed origin part of being authentic and, and grounding all the layers that we've unpacked is inside of ourselves. Reminding ourselves daily of who we are and who God says we are. There's a line from, from Anne of Green Gables and she says, it's not what this world holds for you, it's what you bring to it. You bring something to this world that no one else does and it's important. Let's take hold of these dares. Let's grab hold of them as a way of grounding ourselves in our everyday life this doesn't have to be something heavy. It doesn't have to be something that feels really serious. This is our everyday life. This is Emmanuel, God with us. If you're worried about something, put a song on that reminds you of who you are. If you're feeling anxious, go to that place again where you found yourself and you felt safe and secure in God and in your surroundings and in who you are. So, four dares. Develop a playlist. Share your practice with someone who you love and trust. Have the courage to say no. It's hard to say no. And yes, don't be afraid to say yes. And name three or four things that enable you to hear the whisper of God. Bring them to mind and pursue them. When you need to know that you've got that catalogue of things that you can do that will take you to who you are 
So we need God to help us with this. I love the concept of grounding all this stuff, this identity, pulling back all the layers of who we are. It's a strange and interesting and educational process. But let's do something really practical now. Let's ground these things. Take on these dares. And let's just ask God to help us. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I thank you so much that you show up in our everyday, ordinary lives. That you turn up in Anne of Green Gables. That you show up on the beach. That you show up at a stream. That you are surrounding us. That you inspire creativity everywhere. And God, there are so many ways that we can reconnect with ourselves and reconnect with you. And I pray that you would help us to take on these dares and really just ground this stuff that you would walk with us into this next week. And Lord, I pray you'd remind us of who we are. Amen. So there you go. That's it from me. Just a little thought. But I hope you have a good week. I hope you find yourself this week and you fully be yourself and know that we are cheering you on. We can't wait to see what people can do if you really, really just push into everything that you are and pursue your skills and your purposes. So get grounding this stuff. I dare you. See you. <laughs>